Mrs. Devlin, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You're retiring. I'm retiring. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of wow. weepy this week. I'm, I'm uh, see what I mean? Gee willikers. You want to say one thing about it and I get all weepy about it. I mean, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I have lots of plans, things that I want to do next. Um, like I've always wanted to volunteer at the parks. Like, you know, I just really believe in supporting our, our parks, our local parks, our national parks. The whole park system, I think, is a fabulous thing, and I want to spend time doing that. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going to go hike all of them. Yes, Good. you yeah. are. <laughs> so that's part of the plan. And, you know, some other, just some other things that I really want to do. But it's just been, this is such a great school district, and I've had a wonderful, wonderful career here. And Lisa and I were hired the same year so we've been together for 22 years yeah. and it's one of the toughest things about making the decision was knowing that I would have to have that conversation with her and how sad it was going to be for both of us and it was really sad uh, I was going to say I did that fulfill we're really close and yeah, we you yeah. know we're proud of what we built and we've done it together and you know she's made me a better teacher and 22 years at the high school wow congratulations yeah. thank you yeah. Yeah. Uh, before that, were you an educator? Mm -hmm. So could well, you take years, us back? I, I worked um, for Tom Hickman oh, yeah. in the mm -hmm. adult ed, and I learned a whole lot more than I taught yeah. from the adults that I worked with. Sure. Um, and that was a really great experience. And before that, I worked for Myers. Oh, they okay. were actually really good about scheduling around my, my classes and yeah. that I needed to do. I actually turned 40 the first year that I taught at the high school. Okay, there you go. Your teaching partner for biology. Yes, Lisa Shanehalls. Yeah. Almost instantaneously, we were just talking about this yesterday, because when we were hired that summer, we met in the summertime just to start kind of initially planning um, what we were going to do in the fall. And, uh, and just the very first time we walked into our first classroom together and started talking, it was like instant, just instant connection. And um, it was like we were just on the same vibe, you know, what we wanted to do. And like, like Lisa said yesterday, we didn't even really ask each other to talk about what direction we were going. We just went in the direction that we both knew we wanted to go, and it happened to be in the same direction. Yeah. And it, just, it just was a perfect combination of the two of us. I think it was an inspired hire. Yeah. You know? I think all of you have helped me be a better teacher. I think that's one of the things that makes Spring Lake um, really special and unique. And I think it, it's kind of a magical place because of it. Because all of us that work here, we like each other. And we respect each other. And we listen to each other. And we're willing to share ideas. And, and we're open to ideas. And um, that's, I mean, I think there's a really strong connection mm -hmm. between all of us mm -hmm. here. And we play together and laugh together. And it's, you know, it's a, we have a biochemical thing going on here, too. <laughs> you know, it's, it, that makes it a great learning and teaching environment. Back on your career, are there any particular lessons you learned from any other educator that stuck with you? Big picture things, um, not to take... You know, sometimes students can just, you know, they can inadvertently do things that are unkind to their teachers and, and hurtful. And um, not taking that personally, you know, not, not thinking that it's really about you, it's really not about you. It's just about <laughs> them and their, whatever they're experiencing, 
and and they happen to you just happen to be the target that day but um you know not to you could get your feelings hurt every single day in this job. Yeah. Biology. Yes. You have been the biology teacher for such a long time, and it's a required class for all freshmen, and so like all students have either had you or Mrs. Shane Halls or both of you, mm -hmm. um, and we all really respect you. Mm -hmm. We all leave your class having learned about biology to yeah. science, because a lot of kids don't like I it. I know, and it, it is a required class, yeah. and it's a tough class, it's too, and, they, and students come into that ninth grade class and they have this perception of how hard it's going to be. And mm -hmm. I hear this from parents, like parents say this too. Um, so there is that perception that you have to, I don't really, we don't really overcome the difficulty idea because it is tough. But uh -huh. mm. I think we do a good job of overcoming students' um, perceptions of themselves as not being able to do it, mm -hmm. that they are capable of doing it and they, they can learn those things and, and they just, you know, take some work and a little dedication, but everybody's capable of learning what they need to learn. The, I mean, what are the components of a good student? Of a and good what are student. the component of a good, components of a good teacher? A strong student, um, even if the subject area is not you know, something that you're particularly interested in, I think perseverance and and just having the habit of doing your best is a key. I think that's just key in anything. Um, so following through on completing things, learning how to um, organize your time in such a way that you can achieve what you're supposed to be doing, that's that really makes, I mean, any any student can be successful if they're persistent, I believe that. And being a good teacher, well, the teachers that have inspired me the most are the ones that love what they do. They love, and it's evident every day. You know, you go to their class and they are excited about what they're teaching and they really enjoy being with their students. And they, it's not, um, it's not even so much about teaching the content as sharing something you love to do and know. Just, loving knowing things. So Tooney has mentioned good teachers have a story of their classroom. So basically all teachers have a story of their classroom. And this is probably a better question for you to ask because you probably understand it more. But what is your story of your classroom? The story of my classroom then is to um, be appreciative of your place in the natural world and the complexity and beauty of it. I think it's easier to learn something and be excited about it if you, if you get that. If you get that, we are we're part of everything. We are related to everything. We we all our interactions with each other and with everything in the environment is um, you know it's of a whole and it's. I think if you appreciate that and understand that, even even get an inkling of it, it really makes it joyful to learn about it. Mm -hmm. I have. Uh, I have a, when I'm running, I have a favorite tree. It's right past your parents' house, actually, okay. on um, West Spring Lake Road. It's a big, you probably recognize it. It's this enormous tree, and it's right across the street from the country club. And when you run by it, if you look, there's a footprint. There's like the, the bark makes a footprint. And so every time I go by it, I touch it, and I say thank you. Yeah. And my granddaughter saw me do that one day and, and asked me about it, and she does it now uh, on her favorite tree. What do you take advantage of in your, as you're leaving? Like, um, uh, in the last month, 
how has teaching been different than it was last year at this time? Or um, it's made me very much aware of how um, grateful I am to my colleagues, for one. And I've taken the time to say those things. You know how you just, you think them, but you don't take the time always to, to say what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And So, yeah, take the time to do that. Yeah. It, makes, it, it makes your day and theirs. <laughs> Did you know that you wanted to be a teacher when you were younger, or were you just like, oh, let me... No, actually, when I was in high school, it would have been maybe 20th on my list of, because I could I would never see myself standing up in front of a group of teenagers for one thing I was scared of it my own classmates in high school <laughs> you know standing up in front of a whole class of high of teenagers would have I, I couldn't see myself doing that and I so I came up I actually arrived at this pretty I don't know I don't know the word for it not directly, indirectly. Mm -hmm. Because when I went to college, when I first started taking classes, I was 24 years old before I started school. And um, my intention was to go to grad school in psychology. So I have a psychology major, and that was my intent. And I had, you know, I had really good grades and great recommendations to go to grad school. And I, um, and I didn't because I had three kids. And I decided I had missed so much of their childhood already that I didn't want to go to grad school right away. So I took a year off to think about that. And, um, and, and I thought about the classes that I took just for fun. And I took all biology as electives. <laughs> and, and I thought, I don't know why I'm not thinking about that, because I loved that. Those were my favorite classes, even more than psychology, even though I really liked psychology. I loved biology. So I ended up going back and doing a whole, finishing a major in biology and a minor in chemistry and doing student teaching and and it's been, it was a great decision. I'm really, really glad I did it. It was worth the time. It was worth going back. I'm really glad I did it. You're, you're retiring from a long career in teaching, but you were also, you also had that intense experience of motherhood and going to school at the same time. So there's a lot of things you could give advice on, but I'll stick to the one that's good overall what would you tell another human being, looking at someone as another person who needs advice, what kind of advice would you give another person? I would say any amount of time and effort that it takes to get you where you're going to be happy is worth the investment of time and effort. Do it. <laughs> you know, if it takes five years or one year or ten years, go in the direction that you feel you need to be going. Last things for Spring Lake schools to say. I'll miss you all. Thanks, Mrs. Devlin. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new episode.